673. That one doesn't feel that nice to me. That's like a man. No, it's episode. garbage. Number. The go- number of the episode is garbage. However, this episode is going to be magical. It's going to be a doozy. Amazing. Is it? Yes, Susie. Let me tell How you. How frequently are you like, that was a dud? Uh, like after we're not done. only when I feel like I don't know the story well enough to like, or like it's not like sometimes I, I told you that the news is back that there, we care about the things sometimes when it's right around election time, we get oh, very yeah. political, like all that. So it becomes, I don't know, it becomes harder to find the fun stuff or maybe everybody's mm-hmm. kind of focused on something else, you know, the, the yeah. stuff that people, so it has been an exciting week okay. in science and really? things like that okay. and me discovering things in science. So <laughs> Discovering the discoveries? I feel like that's super fun to share. What the heck mug are you drinking out of? You're drinking out of a tea kettle. <laughs> Susie is drinking out of a tea kettle. What is happening? Tea kettle. It's just like a... A Stanley. Oh, you know what? I think maybe just the angle of this makes that. Is it giant? No, that's the I mean, size it's of your kind head. Of large. How it big is, is a cup of... compared to your? No, that seems about normal. No, I could wear it as a hat. Wow! If you guys don't have the Patreon video, where you <laughs> yeah, get you're to really watch missing this, out. You are missing out of Susie and her crazy kettle hat. My that's tumbler. Funny. No, I mean it just is good for keeping my hot tea hot. Yeah, yeah. still. This sick is over a there. honey and lemon. With bitters in it because oh, asked, oh that's very good. It's goodish, but I asked Adam to go get me whiskey to make a whiskey tea, and he didn't. Oh. And he was like, "I put bitters in instead." Like, he well, forgot. that is good. That is good. I'm I I hate to I hate to, you know, rub it in your face. Pile on. Oh. But I'm drinking one the same thing with whiskey in it. Oh really? Yeah. A honey lemon and whiskey. Honey. Lemon tea, like a tea situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a citrus, like that a spice so nice. tea, and a little bit of booze. That's rude. Because I find that our episodes are just more fun when uh, <laughs> for us, you know. I don't know if they are for anyone yeah, else. Maybe that's it. I think I'm like this is great information, and really, it's just like I am two thirds of the way through a hot dog. <laughs> All right. Well, this could get weird because I'm on cough syrup and you oh. are drinking. Oh, there we go. Um, are you still sick over there? Yeah. Yeah. It's These things take winter. time, Sarah. On <laughs> <laughs> the Beverly Hillbillies, I always remember how <gasps> Granny said that she had a cure for the common cold <laughs> and it was, you know, like fucking raccoon soup or something. And then uh, she said that it cures the common cold in seven to ten days. Which is hilarious cause because that's, so that's what I last. <laughs> oh, that's so, funny. That took me a second. And yeah. this is maybe one of the best segues you've ever given me because okay. one of the things that I am I am the most excited to share it happens to be newly discovered information about the common cold. And Suze, when I say newly discovered, I mean in the last week. Like if you googled okay. this. One month ago, n- not there. No. <laughs> Different info, which is why I love our show, Things We Got Wrong, because we could we could have we talked learned. about why do people get sick more often around the holiday, or like not around the holidays, around uh, in cold weather. Like why do people get mm. sick yeah. when it's cold outside more often than when it's warm? Everybody. inside? What was it? Because we're inside, all the germs in there. This is what we've all thought. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Okay. What is it? This is super cool. So there is a brand new immune response that we have discovered that has everything to do with our nose. So your nose is the thing that like sticks out and also like gets the coldest. Everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. has experienced that. Like your nose gets cold first and also everything else that we do to wrap up. Yeah. We leaves the nose exposed. Sure does. So the sci- good old scientists out there mm-hmm. have developed this, mm, what they call extracellular vesicles that are these basically like your nose's immune, your nose's immune response. And so oh. these, these are like 
these little things that detect pathogens in the nose, and then the nose goes like, ooh, something's there, and they send out this swarm of extracellular vesicles that are released to, like, capture and attack the whatever yeah, invaders like are entering. army. Totally. Like, like yeah. army, little, little, like, swarm of bees. We like, got this. Like, yeah, we get, we're going to go block them, and we're going to go get them. And so... Because of like the coronavirus, people like researchers have been wanting to look at cold symptoms, things like rhinovirus pathogens, which are behind yeah, the common what cold. The fuck? And what the heck is Figure going this on? Out scientists, so, my god! They discovered it. These little vesicles have uh, like are in the nose, and when it's cold outside, this new researcher, this new research found that healthy participants exposed to temperatures of 40 degrees Fahrenheit for 15 minutes, uh, saw a five-degree drop in the temperature of the nose, and when it did that, the number of pathogens that were released by the nose dropped by nearly 42%. You're telling me... Yes. These little, this army is like basically an army of Susies who are like, whoa, yeah. I don't like the cold. Oh my I gosh, that's hilarious. Time. 100% that is exactly what's happening. These guys are like, oh, heck no, it's cold out there. I'm, no. I'm good. I'm good. You're you're fine. That is it. That the number of, of they call them EVs. So the EVs, extracellular vesicles. The number of EVs that were secreted to defend against these pathogens dropped that much. 42%. I mean, I and they I became them. they they it, the nose became less able to kind of protect itself itself against these you know antiviral uh, or like you know or, I mean or viruses that are listen around. like I like I said on one hand I can't blame them I hate being cold I wouldn't want to do that job either but I didn't sign up to be in a nose army. Right. You that know, is like, like their oh this is true. Susie, thank you for holding the right people accountable. And by people yeah. I mean those little EVs in our nose. This is hilarious. I love Susie on cold medicine. She's like, <laughs> hang on a sec. Wait a minute. Cause that is bullshit. You have one job. That is their job. And when they get cold, and we're not even talking that cold, like forty degrees. Yeah, right. That's that's Tough like, up. that's that's I would say fifty percent of the days in where where I live. Yeah, that's Chris and fall it's weather. So, you know what? Oh my God, this makes so much sense. I was on a walk with Eli the other day and I was wondering, like I always have to stuff tissue in my pocket when it's cold outside and I'm on yeah. a walk. And it's only, it's like when I'm working out or when I'm like outside and it's probably just when I'm outdoors, like not even doing anything. Now that You're makes indoorsy. total sense why your nose gets runny because they don't send out these little things to be like, heck no, get out of here. Yeah. This is They're crazy. They're sleeping on the job. It is so rude. Look at that. This is brand <laughs> new. I love it. That is I crazy. Lo- like every now and then I, I think, are we ever going to like run out of shit to talk about on here? Is <laughs> yeah. there ever going to be like a time where, nope. I mean, there's always poop stories, so. Always. Oh my you know, God. I don't have, have all the, one. I uh. well, I don't, I, I. I've just I've read the article and I I want to go in and and like I don't even want to say do a deep dive because it's funny <laughs> it's but so I read an article in the Atlantic on the evolution of the butthole. No, but they said it evolved. Anus. Yes, how we all what evolved. What did it from, used to look like? Okay, well I'll just talk a little bit about this. This is going to be I, I I will formulate like more of a, a story like the evolution of the bee hole. So this is hilarious. If you look at at very unevolved creatures, most of them have and are, um, uh, you know, early, very early, uh, mm, I don't know, creature ancestors, like the, like the first sign of, of life on Earth, you, they all had a one, like a one way or... Uh, uh, oh God! They ate through the same thing that they shat through, like shit through. Oh, like, right. and th- we see this in jellyfish. We see this yeah. in like a lot of those kind of like, ant- like where they it's a sack, so they take everything one in, one stop shop, and then they have to digest that meal, and then they spit out the yeah, one stop shop. So yeah. they say that 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 evolutionary, uh, you know, scientists say that the <laughs> at one point <laughs> the both both 
lips were touching, so to speak. <gasps> like that, oh, the, God. that it was one thing that separated That's and lengthened. Like? They didn't say that, but I drew that conclusion myself as yeah. well, Susie. I could not stop laughing as I was reading this. This is in the Atlantic. This is, there's like, so I, I mean, I will come with quotes and, and so actual factual information, but that is, they thing. said that, that if you look at how the anus evolved on all species, that our early evolutionary ancestors have one sack that is the same exit and entrance, and then that entrance to the sack split into two, and one became the exit, and one became the entrance. And After elongating, you it said. gave it a chance. Gave uh, a species a chance to hold and store more energy. You you could eat more and reserve more energy because something could be digesting while you're eating something else. Yeah, that's Bef- handy. Yeah, so it evolved. You could the- even eat on the toilet now if you <laughs> want. If you want a snack. Yes, this is true. So, so that yeah, there are always, always be whole story. So, like that one, I wasn't yeah. planning on talking about that. <laughs> I'm glad but you did. Since know. you mentioned it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but my mind People was blown by this cold thing. But now we know. And so now what I'm I'm imagining, the real thing that we need to do is keep our little noses warm. Yeah. Mask so now up. we're going to, yes, this is the reason to, another reason to wear a mask. But also I just feel like, uh, like right now the, the, like the, the face shield, like what I wear when I go snowboarding yeah, covers everything but my nose, like leaves the nose oh. out. And I feel like this information right. is going to evolve fashion, like make fashion and, and, you know, even not necessarily fashion, but things that are designed for function, like to protect you in the cold weather, become something that we just wore over our nose and instead our mouth is open. Pretty soon you're going to have to ski in like a whole snorkel scuba situation. I will send you a picture of Eli in his because his covers his face like a scuba mask. Yeah. And he looks I like that. that. And it, yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, you... There's no weather that's too cold. There's just gear that's not Do you think that's sexy enough. at all? Yeah, I do. Do you ever, like, Google on uh, Dipsy? Like, do you ever search? Um, <gasps> oh, my gosh. I bet You I know, could. like, snowboard. Ski instructor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I fell down in the snow. I need you to come. Oh, Damsel and we need, to, we, need to, we need to warm up. And so we should probably get together with our body heat so that we could stay warm in these cold Cold. Wow! Ah, I should write Dipsy. for them. Oh, Maybe Dipsy's hiring. Just my Woo. Dipsy, if you need any writers for your sexy stories, I believe Sarah is available. And if you guys haven't checked it out, you should. Dipsy Stories is a fantastic way for you to get in the mood and uh, hear stories that get your motor running. Mm-hmm. They have something for everyone. It's designed by women for women. So it is perfect for whatever you're into, you just do a little search, yeah. find what you want, and get cooking. You know, I, right? I also want to say, from like a therapist's perspective, uh, yeah. sometimes this really helps like conversations about sex. This helps like give people ideas about like how to uh, increase intimacy with their partner or even feel that on their own if you. Uh, you know, don't have a part. You like this is so healthy. We need to be like, yeah. You know, exploring this, the the those all the good feelings out there, and yeah, something that helps to uh, make that feel more comfortable and accessible and not intimidating and yeah. like something shameful. for everyone and mm-hmm. shameful is so freaking fantastic and they empowering, have- and I love it soothing sleep stories they have wellness sessions and of course the sexy stories you can read um go to place for your me time for listeners of the show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash brain candy dipsystories.com slash brain candy can I ask you, Sarah, about this um, yeah. study? Those yeah. vesicles, yeah. did they know they existed? They just didn't know what they did? Or did oh. they not know they even existed to begin with, do you think? That's a really good question. 
let me see. It's uh, they the recent study pointed points out a biological root cause for seasonal variation in upper respiratory viral infections we see each year, most recently demonstrated through the COVID nineteen pandemic. Where it goes wrong for us is in the nose, our body's first line of defense against invading pathogen sites. I think I bet they knew that that's what they did, but they didn't know yeah, that it dropped. They didn't 40%. know that it dropped in cold. I think yeah, that's what they did is I that they it. tested that yeah. so this is something that I've seen a lot of stories about recently that we've uh, I read a funny article that well, I mean it's not funny, it's like insightful and amazing, but the title is always funny that no people who pick their nose or wax their nose are more susceptible to a bacteria that we have now linked to Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah, you talked about that on here. Yeah. And so that we, I think we are, are because of COVID-19 doing way more research about things and pathogens that enter through the nose or the receptors in the nose and through researching that are yeah, putting all the pieces the together and now going, okay, now we know that these things exist. In what environments are they uh, more intense, less intense, whatever it may be? And this is very like fucking go scientists, you know? This is yeah. like the, the stuff where – and this is like the stuff where the – like we were talking about the the kids in like middle school who are winning those like, you know – genius inventor contest and everything Mm -hmm. are like, Hey, what if we use that really simple thing and and apply it over here? Cause they're just like in that creative, like free mind space where they're making a bunch of, it's so freaking awesome. This is like the whole, this is like the good that comes from maybe the not so good. This is like optimistic Sarah who like, like the, the the silver lining or like the, the growth mindset kind of like what comes from that is a lot of new breakthroughs and things that like this, that, that discovery about that bacteria, I think it was also linked. There was another one that was found that was linked to like arthritis. And that if you can identify it being a bacteria, then you can find an like antivirus, like antiviral to fight it. Arthritis is a bacteria. Well, they found a link like in certain kinds. And there was, there was the same, it was part of that same, like, study like i found a few mm-hmm. articles on the same kind of thing where it was about you know pathogens or certain bacterias that enter and and then like they're researching what these bacterias are linked to well and way yeah more keep stuff. up the good work yeah because like just about, it's just so crazy because like i and then i i wanted more information on this article like the cold you know and the the why we are more likely to get sick when it's cold outside and so i I Googled that in, in hopes of like finding more information or finding additional articles on this research or on this study. And it was so, it was just so interesting to see if you like, you have to look at the date because anything that came out 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, even early parts of 22 has all said that what you said in the beginning, yeah. well, like you're inside. Well, I'm yeah. sure that doesn't help things. No, it doesn't. I mean, it, you know, it definitely does. Air. Now, yeah, right. It yeah. well, it's it's probably the combo of the two. So yeah. now Ugh. you have the nose that ha- it, because it's cold is not as good at fighting off the. Yeah, and then you go inside pathogens. and swim around in everybody's. Yes. And then there are more around you, and we're all traveling on all this stuff, and that's gross. Yeah, so humans I just think it's are awesome. so disgusting. Zeus, so yeah. disgusting. I was really shout out to Eli, who sanitized his hands after using the uh, uh, gas station pump. And Did he? I may be saying this like everybody's like maybe going, "Yes, yeah, Sarah, doesn't everybody do that?" I did not. Sometimes I like move so quickly. I don't think I'm just like I don't my mind. Do that I don't, yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, I do not like. I can, I can only imagine what's on those." And yeah, good point. He's right. And like, do you ever go into places and think? Nobody's ever cleaned this surface, like restaurants mm-hmm. or public, like pla- like or places. even people's houses. And I'm like, I think nobody's ever cleaned this, and that kind of freaks me out. But then maybe we should be exposing ourselves to all this stuff, and it's fine. It's just, you know, I don't know. How do you sleep at night? Yeah, 
I, I just don't. It's I don't disgusting. Like, Human beings are gross. I can't believe we're attracted to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that all the time about men. I'm like, he, men are so gross. I can't believe I'm attracted to them. But I am. Yeah, they are gross. But and, we're kind of gross. All humans are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know. That's the way it goes. I don't really care. I say pretty <laughs> on. Um, I, I am very excited to be finally be in a relationship with somebody who lets me pick at them. Oh, you're doing like the gorilla grooming. This feels like true love. I'm like, get over here. What do you do? Pop his zits or something? Or like, you know, when you when you are a person with a lot of hair, you sometimes get ingrown hairs. And when you like work out and are at like the, you know, just like sometimes ingrown hairs happen and I love freeing them. And it you've wanted to like do this all your life and you all, never found all. a match or what? Uh, I, I think me? most people are are resistant to, I mean, I'm not, I'm like, yeah, get that. But I think sometimes people, I wonder what, how many people are open to that. You mean, do you mean in, uh, when there's a situation, do you or pick do you it at No, that's what I was getting at. Like if there was an issue, like if he needed me to do something, I yeah. would, but it's not something we do like while we're watching movies or something. Well, no, I'm not doing that either. Well, but is it's this a more regular like, thing. Though? No, we'll like be in the shower and I'll catch him like, like, like there'll be like a red, but like, I'll catch him like looking at something and I'll be like, what That's is it? I'll much. get it. I'm on the case. Why? I, if I don't know. If he's able to do it, why would you? No, sometimes he can't. Sometimes like, cause I'm better and it's more fun and let me do it. That's really what I want. <laughs> I want like, to do it. <laughs> I want the joy. What's wrong with me? I think I'm not alone in this. Is he grooming you also? No, but if I have a situation, he will take care right. of it. Right. Yeah, if I asked different. him to, he would. Yeah, for but he's sure. not weird. Yeah, he's not weird. I know. Is that like weird? You. It's a little weird. But I bet I, you there's I a lot of people that do it. This. Yeah, yeah, I think it that probably goes back type. to like some like animal, like, you know, probably when our buttholes were closer to our <laughs> I mean, it is cute when you see gorillas doing it to each other. Yeah. You ever that. see that? You know? They like go in the yeah. fur and they do stuff in there. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're just grooming each other. So it feels cute. yeah. I feel I do feel like the need to like pick things up. Like if I see, it almost feels like it's more. Oh, this is gonna sound so weird, but like he's like an extension of me in a weird oh, way. Oh boy! Like not this I know that's serious. Like not like that, but like like I feel, or maybe it's like I feel comfortable. I never did that with other. Because he just Well, I'm me. happy you're happy. Yeah. You don't do this to Adam? What about Lincoln? What's wrong with me? <sighs> no, Is this I'm not weird? doing it to anybody. <laughs> but it's you not like, weird. You enjoy it's a picking little things? I do. I love picking myself. I don't understand why this wouldn't translate to wanting to pick other people. Really, Sarah? You can't understand how they're different? Well, no, because it's like something you look because I I am the same. I like to pick it. My, I mean, I could if we talked about it, but like, why would I'm not why, judging you? It feels like an itch I can't scratch, and I want to like. I'm like, oh, I gotta get that. Really? And when the when the boundary is when the when it there. Uh, wow. Okay, just me. Listen, it's not just you. It's just that it's not me. Also, okay. I'm gonna. I bet you a, a lot call. of listeners are gonna be. Oh, Sarah, I love doing that. There are going to be okay. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're not alone. Whew. I never I'm know. I'm happy for you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's hilarious. Um, what else do we want to know about? Oh, this well, is something. I want to oh, know okay. about hair growth. I know that. Well, there you go. I, I want to know probably, a lot about it. I bet all the people at Nutrafol would support me. <laughs> yeah, and you're grooming. <laughs> Right? Okay. Here's the deal. I know a lot of people, whether Mm -hmm. you're pregnant or you just had a baby or maybe you're having hormonal stuff going on or maybe you have a terrible stylist like I did. (gasps) Some people lost their hair during COVID or thin, you know, thinning. And if you are one of those people and you feel like, oh no, because it is super scary when that Uh happens and you just want it to be fixed. Yeah. Nutrafol is a fantastic way for you to feel empowered in your hair growth journey because yes. it is a hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. I am yes. using it. We are watching. That, we are tracking the, my hair growth. Yes, that piece is all. I, I am tracking it. It is I know almost able to t- tuck behind the. Yeah. 
It's just uh, long enough piece. to annoy me. Yeah. Oh. But then my stylist always says like, but even though it's annoying, it's good news because it's getting longer. Yes. Anyway, Nutrafol, they have unique formulas to support women in all the stages of life. So there's like, you know, special specialization for whatever is your particular need, menopause, postpartum, all that stuff. Um, and you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code BRAINCANDY to save $15 off your first month subscription. It's their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, I do have a... a uh, a correction to make. One of okay. our listeners, Jess, reached out to me, and I misgendered Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard's pronouns oh, yeah. are she and her. Yes. So when I was so talking true. about when her did, in the when previous When did you talk episode, about her? What did you say? Oh, about the bit about how we lie, how when we're kids, we lie about what we didn't do it, and then we're in, when we're adults, we said, yep, I did oh, it. Yeah, it yeah. was me, and I threw the cat out the window, and, you know. Yeah, and she's very Eddie's, funny. A, Eddie's a tricky one because Eddie um, is a stand-up comedian who famously would perform in uh, women's clothes mm-hmm. for years and years, and and I believe they they referred to Eddie as at that time a transvestite. I think yes. Eddie would even yes. say that he called himself and, an executive transvestite. Oh, she yeah. called herself. Excuse me. That is well, it's because, okay. Yes, it, because it it's hard when you don't know, and you didn't when you said it on the last show or whatever. Um, and it's I think it's especially hard when for years they presented um, publicly as like transvestite mm-hmm. um, with male pronouns and a traditionally male name. Mm-hmm. Now it's female pronouns, same name, and I assume same performing uh-huh. uh, cl- clothes. I'm not sure. Um, but I saw on Twitter, like, people were real mad about it. About me? Saying no, that? No, no, no. I'm sorry. About uh, Eddie saying that she wants female pronouns. Oh. Oh, God. People make get mad at everything. Like, yeah. just let people do what they want. Oh, yeah. I say let people do what they want, but also have a little grace when you miss... Oh, yeah. Up. yeah. It's hard to get used to the new ones. Because, like, intention. Intention versus impact. Yeah. I, I recognize that the impact may, uh, you know, be... We're doing our best. ...hurtful some, but my... Uh, so I... Eddie's know. a hoot, though, and a fantastic stand-up comedian. So good. Oh, so my funny. God. Yeah. Dress to Kill It holds up, like... No, it's so good. It will forever be good. Um, okay, what else? I have another scientific, uh, not discovery. This was from, but, but like science was involved in this thing. And uh, who knew? Not me. So do you remember, like when you were growing up, little kid, what was your feeling about Brussels sprouts? Oh, gosh, that was fancy. I mean, wait. I- Little kid, like grow, like Brussels sprouts were fancy. Yeah, that's a luxury vegetable. <laughs> okay, uh, they were not an option. I've I heard about them on the movies and stuff, and people would say they were gross, but I never okay had the opportunity to try one. So, but you okay? Okay, I I'm sorry. I know the reputation. The reputation was that they were yeah. gross, right? Sick, yeah, super disgusting, bitter taste. Nobody yeah. wants to eat it. Right? Then, if you are anybody who's been to a restaurant in the last 30 years, 20 years, we'll say. Now they're, now they're, yeah. Yeah. They're all the rage. Big hit, right? So, uh, this is not like, um, I don't know. I think sometimes I feel like kale falls into this category where like, chefs were just like trying to sell us on this thing that was like a like really shitty and not very good (laughs) yeah like this is not that this is i I, this i had no idea so yeah i read i i actually i listened to something on npr that was a story that talked about this so until 1990 the kind of brussels sprouts that we 
eight or that were, were hard, like produced, uh, uh, were very bitter. They had a very bitter taste. And first of all, you should know Brussels sprouts aren't even something that's grown in the wild. Brussels sprouts are a human creation. Brussels sprouts, the result of some like selective breeding of different vegetables that grew in the wild. And we have created Brussels sprouts and they developed in Brussels, which is why I we mean, call them Brussels sprouts. That's so funny that they, that we created them and they were still shitty. Okay. Right. So yes, so we create them and that, that actually is a really good question, but not all of them were <laughs> shitty. So oh. what happened is just like we, deve- we discovered the, uh, those vesicles in the nose and we're like discovering different enzymes and discovering like all these, I don't know, I would imagine it's just like better, uh, like things that can, uh, I don't know, decide what chemicals are and what they do, like, like better detect what something is, you know, we, the scientists were able to identify what the heck it is in the Brussels sprouts that made them taste bitter. Yeah. Okay. And so these, these scientists in the Netherlands went into this, they're like a a batch of Brussels sprouts and they tested all of them for Mm -hmm. which ones did, had the lowest concentration of whatever this enzyme was. And then they took those, bred them together and made a whole new Brussels sprout that doesn't have the bitter taste. So until 1990, we were eating one kind of Brussels sprouts and it all happened when we switched to like this mechanized harvesting that like changed how they, I don't know, pollinate Brussels sprouts or how they like grow Brussels sprouts and everything. And they started looking at what, 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 what? Wouldn't you say they're still a little bitter? Well, I mean, that's why we you have to put bacon would say them. that because oh. they also discovered that some people have the gene, and it's the cilantro. Weirdos. Yes, it is. Damn it! Uh huh. So you think they taste great now? I well, I do. I think that they don't have that bitter taste, and I think they're more close. They're closer to like a like cabbage. Oh wow! You know how it's like neutral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. it's like it it tastes like that, and then it's only when they're like left out for a long time they start to. get I stinky, cannot believe like, that. But it what in 1990? This is my cross to bear. The, oh right, the cilantro the, gene. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Damn it, because I'm. Right. I mean, I'll eat them, and I'm. I try to make them real nice with bacon and stuff, but yeah. I'm still like. To be honest, they're still not delish. Yeah, well, it's that's that's why because you have the enzyme. Like a lot of it is linked to genetics. What I thought was really interesting is like we what chefs are always kind of like hearing about the things that are coming along in food. You know, they're the ones that are going to hear. Like if you're in school and you're like learning about like this would be something that might be in some kind of like chef magazine or cooking mag- food magazine, yeah. but it wouldn't be something that the general population would have knowledge about. So restaurants like Momofoku, in that like, you know, fancy schmancy yeah. Japanese restaurant, they were the ones to first use bacon with Brussels sprouts because it became a thing. They were like, have you heard that re- like scientists have made these Brussels sprouts and they got super excited about it. And because they got excited about it, they started putting it on their menus. And that's why we saw this right. big rise. Don't you feel like 10 years ago or so? Yeah. Or like there was like, it was like, can I see one me- menu yeah. without, but if, what I love about that is like if you go behind the scenes, what it is is chefs who are always like uh, creative and want to know the next like cool thing that's happening. And they're like they – they. I mean so much about cooking is creative – like creativity and, and, and science chemistry. and chemistry mm-hmm. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And so those guys were stoked on the scientific yeah. discovery of these two – what are they called? glucosinolates glucosinolates i don't know that's what they call them those things yeah, that they found it does in feel the like brussels all of a sprouts. sudden kale brussels sprouts yes. maybe even like pomegranates they got like a goddamn pr person or something like 100 it was and, like have you tried it yep but it would be like if like i mean i can't even think of, like they just this 
underground kind of group of people knew yeah, about like the it. nerdy chefs. And, yeah, and their enthusiasm was what drove them well, to put these things on the menu. Sprouts, yeah. They're, they're getting their due at long last. Oh, my last. gosh. There's a really funny video floating around somewhere, probably TikTok, you know, your most hated yeah. <laughs> source of, of entertainment that is – well, I, I'll say it's a comedian who's doing this. And uh, they're playing the parts of, like, broccoli. I think – no, I think it's, like, Brussels – It's got to be Vinny Thomas. Is Brussels that sprouts kind of talking guy? to – no, it's, like, two women – who oh, okay. are playing the roles like one of them's Brussels sprouts and one of them's cauliflower and they're like sitting around talking and they're like cauliflower's like yeah I've just been like invited to a bunch of parties lately yeah. and like yeah. things are like really good and Brussels sprouts is like well I mean like don't get too used to it like you know <laughs> like I remember it was good for me. it is such a good I'm gonna have to try to find it on yeah I online. don't know who it's the so person good. was that decided we're gonna trick everyone into thinking cauliflower can be like fucking pizza and stuff just because it's white does right. not mean that you can make it look no. It's not cauliflower. Flour. I am not fool. You are not fooling me with that cauliflower pizza, right? And they pretend like it's, oh, it tastes just like no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Stop. Say it what it lies. is. Say what it is. <laughs> Say what it is. Say its name. Say it's, no. It's and it's <laughs> not pizza. How dare that? I that you know what? I am offended and for pizza. Yeah, and like on behalf it's of insulting. pizza everywhere. It's insulting yeah. to pizza. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, it's this, like pizza appropriation. Yeah. Yes. How dare you mm-hmm. pretend pose as <laughs> something you're not? False advertising. Yeah, you're living a lie. I need to put pizza in quotes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Um, okay. Uh, this article on, uh, you know, because they, they so casually mentioned that this was a man-made or, or what do they call it? Human, what do they call it? Human creation. They called it Brussels sprouts or human creation, which I felt yeah. like was uh, shout out to the author who didn't write Brussels sprouts or man-made because man-made is very gendered in itself. You yeah, know, it I sure do. Is. I do like that they said Brussels sprouts are human creation. That is nice. So then I had to Google what other vegetables or fruits are human creation. Seuss. Yeah. I didn't know how many fruits and vegetables are a result. Of, like they're not what you can, you don't just go out and pick like eggplants as we know them didn't just grow like that for forever. Oh, Eggplants okay. are a a result of a long, long process of like crossbreeding and getting the right like whatever they wanted. And original eggplants back in the day were round and white, hence the name eggplants. Oh, right! That really answers some questions. Really answers some questions. Okay. And I think people found that the white vegetables were not as appetizing. And they needed something more colorful. So the ones that were colorful, colorful started getting cross-pollinated like, like you know. They were like, problem solved. Let's yeah. go in the purple direction. Let's go in the purple direction. Uh, what are some other words? Uh, baby broccoli. I mean, that seems obvious because we're just getting like smaller broccoli over here. Like it's just a cross between like two two different 
kinds of broccoli, but apples, like apples, the first fruits of apples came from the Malus Severci trees and looked a lot like modern apples, but were smaller and had a really, really sour taste. And most of them were just used for medicinal purposes. And then we yeah. started like, yeah, well, making they it did different. a good job with those. And they're real tasty. I still barely understand how this works. Like, yeah, how me too. I'm like, oh, you yeah. just take the seed. Yeah. But you don't say me too because you have grown, your family has successfully grown spicier uh, uh, peppers. Like, you've, you, you, I feel like Adam has yeah, done well, this in a way. We just collect seeds from spicy ones that we like the, the heat level of. And then okay. we plant those. We're not like mating them. How or do they you do that? How I do don't they know. do that? How do they cross breed? Like, and then they just say like, like crossing. They like they're just like, like throw and it into. <laughs> yeah, little tiny. They're stamen and and pistil, right? Weren't those the parts <laughs> yeah, of the like flower? Yeah, like flowers. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's more sometimes. to it. That yeah, there is, and we're never going to understand it. No. Um, okay. What else? Brussels sprouts. We talked about those. Uh, carrots, wild carrots changed in color from white to purple to yellow and finally to orange. And this was a happy accident that first occurred during the Roman period. So it wasn't until the Roman period that we had orange carrots. And Mm. then afterwards they were like, oh yeah, that looks good. Let's do that. Yeah, but they all taste the same. I don't know why anyone cares. I love the colorful ones. I think they're more fun. And now we charge more (laughs) for those. That seems crazy. I love the. I uh, said they are more fun, but don't they, they are. taste the same? But don't they taste the same? Yeah, but they're more fun. That's fine. I agree. But they everything that's colorful the- is more of like. Would you rather have one color of carrot, which is orange, or mm-hmm. would you rather have a nice medley of colors, which and one of which is purple, which I feel like is one of the the most delicious of all colors. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was going to say that not a lot of things are purple, but now that I say that, I totally retract that statement because I'm thinking about like everything is purple. <laughs> Boysenberry. All there's the, all purple the potatoes. Potato. I didn't even think about those. Yeah. Purple. There's purple eggplants. There's cabbage. Purple cabbage. A lot of shit is purple. A lot of shit. A lot of shit is purple. Yeah. <laughs> um... Let's see. What else? Corn. Corn, as we know it, is uh, the result of uh, uh, a lot of different crossbreeding. And now it, corn is belie- it's believed that corn is most closely related to rice and is of South American origins. Rice, I don't, huh? Yeah. I, I don't, don't see the that. resemblance. Me neither. Well, I think the bigger ones, like if you ever see like the Inca corn that's really, really big and it has a different taste. It almost tastes more like a potato. Hmm. Like it feel it tastes, I don't know, different in a way. But, but right, yeah, I'll just take your word for it. Eggplants, eggplants are I think the most fun on the list. It says the ancestors of eggplants came in many different colors, including purple, blue, and yellow. And some eggplants have spines. I do not know what that means. <laughs> That's hilarious. Spines. What is that I do on a vegetable? Not know what that I don't. Means. There is that no is explanation of that. That is alarming. And the earliest known eggplant varieties were white and shaped like an egg, and that's how they got their name. Yeah. So I like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I am uh, amazed at all the people that can do all this stuff. Yeah. It is a good thing that we're, like, pretty pretty charming and we can do this for a living because I can't I do any of the shit you're describing. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> I couldn't – it's, like, one of those things that – like, one time I was in a, a – I think it was in a, like a philosophy class or something like that where the professor drew a circle and then it was like making a pie chart and then drew a little sliver that represented probably like, I don't know, 5%. And he was like, this, or maybe even like 1%. He was like, this is the stuff I know that I know. Like I know I know how to, mm, I know do a podcast and, and I mean, I think I know how to do that. I know how to do that. I know how to like write my name. I know how to drive a car. I know how to ride a bike, all that stuff. Then there is a, uh, he drew like another sliver. It was like 5% or 10%, whatever of things that 
he knows he doesn't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I know I don't know how to program a computer. I know I don't know how to fucking cross-pollinate plants to make them different colors or whatevs. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the circle was stuff that you don't even know you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I was like, there's so much I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like when we're little kids and you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we pick one of five jobs because it's like all we've seen in Richard Scarry books. And then you grow up and you're like, wait, what? There's a job for this and this and this and I could do this. And, you know. Yeah, it's freaky. What disturbs me is how many people seem really fine with how much they don't know and they don't care to know. They're, They're at peace with it. Like they're settled in that 1% of knowledge that, or even less maybe. I don't even we, think they contemplate it. They don't think about it. Why do we think I can't about relate. This? Right. Why do we think about this? Well, we're curious. That probably equally inspires me and freaks me out. Because it yeah. is, you know, I do understand. I totally understand the, the need for people to be content and yeah. it is something so de- like I so desire. Like, oh, I would love to. Are you drinking a little liquid IV over there? Yeah, I could totally yes. tell. Golden yeah. cherry, yep. flavor. Oh, mm-hmm. yum. Yeah. Oh, delicious. It's really golden nice. cherry. Probably another man <laughs> Pretend, made, yeah. a human, man-made. human made. Human made. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, that's funny. But yeah, yeah this so is not an ad. I like appreciate that there are people like that because like. It's, it's very necessary. Well, but, and they seem happier. Like yeah. Peg, my mom, she doesn't. Ha- she's not a curious person. She's like not tortured like me. Mm-hmm. And she, that lady, is happy as a clam. I will. I I don't want to say that some people are not as curious, or, or I don't want to define people as curious or not curious. That's for them to to say. Maybe. Yeah. But I will never forget when I was on the challenge on Rivals 2, I think it was, and we had to be, uh, it was male-female partners, and we had to be buried alive and in this freaking coffin that was the most psychologically, like, like it was such a mind fuck. Like, if that, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll never forget, like... You know, you think, I would like to think of myself as somebody with a strong mind who would be able to, uh, uh, you know, rationalize and control in such situations. Mm -hmm. However, that was not the case. And then anxiety definitely was getting the best of me. And I was, I was like, I mean, you couldn't tell, but in my mind, I was like freaking out. And we were, when we were done, I was talking about it with the other women on there. And I couldn't believe it that Jenna had no problem at all. She was like, yeah, it was fine. I just pretended it was a tanning salon. And then I was yeah. laying in a tanning bed. And I was like, oh, my God. Meanwhile, I'm over here doing math on how much oxygen I have left. And, like, yeah. it's, it's, I would, and, and I was like, wow, me, my overthinking. This is well, yeah, where. Sometimes you can know too much or yes. think too much. This is, or, and maybe it's like. Not necessarily knowing too much because I don't want to say like, like maybe it's a little bit of that, but it's being able to like regulate that, being able to, to, to know where to, um, like stop using that, that like, don't let your mind just take off and like, like yeah, come up you're with in ideas. The like, seat. Yeah. It's like over-functioning. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're that classic overthinking and overthinking creates like worry and the worry creates the anxiety and the, like that causes the whole physiological response and it's the whole thing. So when you can like dial it back and say like, I recognize, you know, there's almost a, like we've, we've talked about this, like the sweet spot of anxiety that like graph of, it's like Mm -hmm. a bell curve, you know, it can enhance performance until it doesn't. Yeah. And so. I have, I'm still, you know, working out how to find the sweet Aren't spot. In Aren't that. we all? But, but those simple minds, yeah. But I don't know how, that falls into the category of things that I don't motherfucking know how to do at all. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Um, okay, what else do we have to talk about? This, I was, I was thinking a lot about how uh, we were talking about Elon Musk and how he's like a, uh, uh, well, you know, like the evil, basically the, the bad guy in every single movie. Yeah. He's totally like that. And um, because of this, I'm sure all, a lot of my searches or, or things that are coming up are all like more techie stuff that normally I wouldn't see. Oh, because have, you spoke of him? Maybe because, because I spoke of him or maybe because I was like looking at that stuff, like looking at like, yeah. you know, oh, you got me, you got me like just really thinking about it. that. Yes. And so uh, this article came across mm, – my uh, uh, page, feed, whatevs, mm-hmm. uh, that Mercedes-Benz is now created this thing that's based on, like, what Tesla did. And they they limit car acceleration until you pay an annual subscription. So you get yeah. the car. What do you mean, yeah, like this is a normal thing? No, no, no. I just have heard of that. What the hell? This is, I, I, so this, this led me then on to deep dive into these things called microtransactions. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So microtransactions and the way we mostly know about them are in like video games and things like that. Their, their microtransactions are small transactions, maybe relatively small. Yeah. Small transactions in a virtual world. So things like skins. Or yeah. like I don't know, tool whatever the the like add-ons that you can get in video games, yeah. like extra mm-hmm. fucking guns or whatever the fuck they play with. I don't even know. And those yeah. kind of things. Those are uh-huh. all considered micro transactions. And okay. how we're how in a way this this what Mercedes Benz is doing, which is what Tesla did, it is this micro transaction where it's not you're not offering any physical thing more you know the car already comes if if you can unlock an acceleration i know feature on the car without adding anything then it's software not hardware and the car itself has the capacity to reach those speeds or to accelerate at that but they're restraining their the company is holding back in efforts to collect more from you in the same way that a, a video game designer would hold back on the available uh, skins options, for yeah. yeah the available options for these microtransactions and it fucking freaks me out and pisses me off because I feel like this is the future that we're entering where we're forced into like like the add-ons in this virtual world are are I don't know it freaks me out Suze yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, it feels like it. they're evil geniuses and it feels like now it's things like – because then somebody somebody had, had commented. I was reading some of the comments under this and somebody said like this is why 
I'm not going to be getting a, a, a electric car like this. Is why I don't, I'm going to just stick to what I've got. I'm not going to be upgrading my car and I'm just going to keep on using my used car. And then the person like, uh, commented under that and was like, want to keep your used car for the low, low price of $395. You can keep driving the car that you're driving. And I'm like, it's just a matter of time before they say like, I, who knows? I don't know. I always, I've, I've predicted that the internet is going to be like pay for, for, it kind of already is like that, where if you want it access to like, this much of the internet, you have to pay. And that's, it seems like though, the only way that that business model would work for Mercedes is if the, the car that you get is, um, you know, theoretically a luxury vehicle, mm-hmm. but at a, um, an economy price so that you feel like you're getting a bargain and, but then you add on all this shit and then they end up making more in the end. Cause otherwise people wouldn't, I think it's it. the situation. It's the same reason why they charge so fucking much for parking. I've been thinking about this parking at, at ski resorts. It's like, you're already, you're, they, they make you pay for fucking everything when you're up here. And I feel like the reasoning is if you can afford to be here, you can afford to pay this much. What's another $10? What's another this? What's another that? Like everything. Mm-hmm. And it feel that it feels the same way with it's, it's $1,200 a year, an annual subscription. I think, and, and at the price, a lot of those, the Mercedes that, what did they say the price range is? The price range is between 89000 and 195000 for this car. Mm. Those people who are in that price range, when you're paying $100,000 plus for a car, mm-hmm. yeah, what, $1,200? You're, you're paying, and you're buying that car so that you can go fast, and they're like, hey, you want to pay, spend an extra twelve hundred a year, which is like chump change for you. That's like... What a you know who cares? Mm-hmm. I'm saying who cares? Like people don't know I'm really saying whatevs, but <laughs> people made me aware of how often formal. I say that. Yeah, I'm being formal. <laughs> All right, and serious. Um, but yeah, I think that it's the same as the same reason. Like I, 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 I feel like there it's the same crowd that doesn't give a fuck if they speed because they don't care about getting a speeding ticket because they'll just pay it, and the money is not the not not a deterrent from like mm-hmm. getting that, and I just yeah. hate that world that that it's like well, consumerism on fucking steroids. Well, yeah, because it's the opposite of a simple life. It really is. It's mm-hmm. an over, and it's like just pay this much, and then you have this much. Thinking that that really tell me how much better your life is going to be when your car and you know what you're really paying for the car is going to go from zero to 60 in one second faster that's it one second you're paying yeah and for somebody else that like 1200 a year like could be 100 bucks a month like yeah for somebody that's like nothing but for other people it's like oh just like i don't know i I love it I'm mad you're about like it. you're spiraling. I totally am. It's I, great. This is what this is what the, those those rich assholes make me do. Like Jeff yeah. Bezos and Elon Musk make me spiral. They make me like, and then my phone just keeps on giving me the in, like this. Uh, and it feels like I got to be nice to it because in like the robot apocalypse, like they're gonna like have some list. Eli nice of like who was nice and who was not nice to Siri. Eli and I like to joke about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know we're in it together, though. Don't worry. We'll be like living in our Miami um, Golden Girls bungalow in no time. That's right. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, and uh, you're good at all those homesteady things, so it'll be yeah great. We'll turn our we don't even need, whatever. We don't even need to pay for our fa- fast cars or or uh, skins that we're going to be living in in the future. Should we wind uh, it down before we do? Get before I get what more wound up. Before Maybe we spiral oh, further. Oh gosh, I'll have to save it for next say time. It. I didn't okay. even I didn't even talk about. No, this one we'll go on talking about for forever. It's okay, too good. Okay, next time. It's like it's it's at least a 25, 30 minute conversation. Wow, we. I'm not. Okay. I'm not kidding. I, I I think I buried the lead and then talked too much about the other stuff because I was excited <laughs> about this. Yeah. Well, so, don't forget anyways. to keep your nose vesticles warm. Yeah. To prevent. 
cold. 42% more protection. And we'll find out if our listeners are into grooming other people. Oh, yes. Like gorillas. Brussels sprouts, new and improved. New and improved. And so if you have memory as a child and you're thinking in your mind, is this the Mandela effect where I thought Brussels sprouts were terrible and they are really now delicious? No, you are are not wrong. They were terrible, but we made them delicious thanks to some scientists in the Netherlands going through the seed bank. There you go. There you go, people. Leave us five-star review. Leave it. Leave it. And be sure to check out our merch on thebraincandypodcast.com. And our codes are all there as well if you're wondering what to get someone for the holidays. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.